Welcome back to my channel. Today we are going to be talking about team building. Uh, basically everything that you want to know about teams. Today I have a guest, Miranda Hansen. And you know, Miranda is fairly new in the real estate industry. She's been licensed for about six months, doing really, really well. And she now has some questions about teams. So I thought, why not turn it into a video? So make sure that you like, you share, you subscribe, and you click on that download button, that bell icon, and uh, we'll make sure that you get all future notifications of any videos that we're going to be making. So welcome back. Should you be on, t on a team? Should you not be on a team? That's always the question, right? What is the value of a team? What is the value of being independent and wearing all the hats of not being on a team? So there's lots of things to think about and um, we're just going to get started. And Miranda, why don't you go ahead? What's your first question? So the first thing I always wanted to know in understanding a team structure is what are, what's the commissions like? What does the splits look like? Okay. So splits can work a couple different ways. So when you're on a team, you have, usually you're going to be either a buyer's agent or you're going to be a listing agent. Okay. Okay. So if you're a buyer's agent, you're going to be on a split of probably uh, maybe 50-50. And all that depends on how that lead is generated for you to work with that buyer. So a lot of times a team lead will actually hire what we call like an ISA, an inside sales agent or an outside sales agent. But there's a cost associated with that to give you that lead. Um, so if you want to work on the buyer side, you're going to have to pay that inside sales agent for that lead. So let's say, you're on a 50-50, but you now need to pay that outside sales agent or that inside sales agent 10%, your split just went down to 40%. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So there's a cost to doing business, right? So one of the things you have to think about is that team lead, that, that team has overhead costs. So um, you as the agent, just the buyer's agent, you don't incur any of those costs. So your split may be lower, but you've got an ISA to pay for for the lead. You also have your team that is incurring brick and mortar costs. They're incurring, um, you know, salaries. There's a lot that they're incurring that, you know, you don't have to do. So it's a benefit for you to be on the team that way. The downside of it is you're giving a lot of your commission away to have that. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I guess that's why I've always heard that it's best to be on a team starting out and then they'll kind of show you the ropes and help you get on your feet. Yep. And there's a lot of truth to that. Sometimes what happens though is you have to look at um, growth. I know some buyer's agents that have been on teams for five years. Now let's look at that for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Five years goes by, you've been on a team. You've been at a 50-50 split. So what happens if you would have been an independent agent? Split's definitely higher. Split's definitely higher. So maybe you're up on a 70-30 split or an 80-20 split, right? Mm -hmm. Now what happens is you have to do your own marketing. 
you have to, which is not a bad thing, right. because you're branding you, right? For five years, you branded who? The head honcho of the team we're on. Or... Right. Which is not a bad thing if that's where you want to be. But there's no growth potential, right? So. Very true. Yeah. What about structure of the team? What are What is everybody's role in the team atmosphere? Wow. So there's a lot of moving parts in a team. So you could have, um, you have your team lead. A lot of teams have a um, transaction coordinator, which basically means if you're working with the buyer side, you get that buyer under contract. They've given you a lead. They get you get that buyer under contract. You then hand that contract over to that coordinator. They take every take care of everything else with that um, customer all the way to closing. Hmm you don't really have the hands-on of that, okay? Um, if you're working on the listing side, you go out, and if you're a listing specialist, you go out, you actually get that a seller uh, on the contract, you get them signed, you come back, you hand that off to the independent sales agent, and you're done, they give you another lead, you go to another house. I see. Yeah, now, on the flip side, let's compare that. To an independent right you wear more hats but now what happens is what comes up the cost to run the business right time in the business right and your commission came up though, and our right? commission <laughs> right wow look at that <laughs> so that's a good thing right so um you know how much time does it take to go put a sign in the yard you're going there anyway a smart agent takes the sign with them yeah. And if you have a husband, yeah. no time at all. <laughs> so, you know, you try to think about all the things that you have to do. So the value of being on the team is somebody else goes and puts a sign in the yard. Mm -hmm. They have somebody to do that. Somebody else takes care of the paperwork. But it's a big price to pay because you give a lot of that commission up for that. Now, some people, they, their team personalities, that's where they belong, and that's great. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, that answer your question? It did. That covers a lot of ground. So, what if I'm an independent agent? I know that my splits are higher. I know that I've got more responsibility of running my own business. Yeah. But, I mean, what's the difference between somebody who would join a team and somebody who might just start out on their own? Especially if you're a new agent, what do you think? Well, you're going you're gonna to give the money some way. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. So if you join a team, if you're on a really good team, they're gonna provide leads for you. There's a cost to that. Your split is gonna be lower because you're having to now pay for an ISA. That comes out of your split. And um, you don't have the overhead costs. As an independent, you may have a higher split but as a new agent like you, Miranda, mm -hmm. I would recommend highly that you are like getting your leads somehow, some way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So either you're generating your leads or you're getting them some way. That makes sense. The best way to learn is practice. Yeah. And so let's go back what some of those ways would be for you to get lead gen. Okay. Okay. So 
The beautiful thing about eXp Realty is we have a program called KV Core. So you can generate your own leads. We have the ability to create a landing page or a squeeze page. Most people don't even know what that is. But it's really just a, a great way to get lead generation for sellers or buyers. Those are free leads. We all love free leads, right? Oh, yeah. The other way is you can go and you can sign up with Zillow, God forbid, but it happens. Realtor.com. And then people that are looking to work with a realtor, you're going to populate in the areas that they're looking for and they're going to call you. There's a price to pay for that. So either you're going to pay for it out on the independent side to get yourself started as a new realtor. You have to get started. Somewhere, somehow. Yeah. And so one of the things that I always tell new agents or people that are looking to get into the real estate business is make sure you have enough capital set aside. And actually, we're going to stop right here. And I want to make sure that you're liking, you're sharing, and you're subscribing, and that you're clicking that bell icon below, because you're going to want to know basically what kind of upfront costs there are getting started in the business. We're going to do another video on that for you, because it's really important that you understand the costs. It's not just about your broker fee and it's not just about association fees there's so much more but make sure you stay to the end because we're actually going to give you another tip um, and then there is a um, agent package that you can download and we want you to get that so anyway let's talk about some of those startup costs okay okay so you get into the business you've paid all the fees to all the different associations and now all of a sudden you have no more money. How do you invest into your company to keep it going? You have no more money. That's the number one mistake that I see that agents do. They don't have enough working capital to go and buy leads. You have to get leads somehow, some way. Either you're going to be boosting your ads through uh, squeeze pages, landing pages through KV Core, and you're going to boost through Facebook because Internet leads is a big, that's where a lot of it comes from, mm -hmm. right? Or you're going to pay Zillow and you're going to pay Realtor.com. But you have to have so much money set aside every month until those leads start coming in and you get transactions closed. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I mean, even going out and being social with people isn't free usually. So No, no. So networking, let's talk about networking right. a little bit. So are you a networker? You have to be a networker. Um, how can you network? Think about that. What are some ways you can network? Uh, think about your what you do in a week anyway. I know I take my son to daycare. Sometimes they have things that we can participate in there. Um, right. Got nieces and nephews in Little League. Right. Places like that. Grocery store. Yeah. And, you know, business people like to deal with business people. So think about networking, not only that, that's your sphere of influence, which is really, really good. But think about networking, think about the Chamber of Commerce, Yeah. right? Um, they have ribbon cutting ceremonies every month. You could become part of that, right? Now you're dealing with business people, you're rubbing shoulders with business people 
who are going to want to do business with you because why would they want to do business with you? People do business with people that they know, they like, and they trust. Right? Yep, that's a good idea. Yeah. So what are the questions you got for me? So I was sort of wondering, you know, how hard is it for somebody who starts out in a team to transition out onto their own? Yeah, that can be difficult because um, it's hard to leave the hand that's fed you for five years. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's a very, uh, you're usually very close to these people. So there's a lot of emotional baggage that goes with that. Um, so that's a lot of people do leave teams usually eventually. I think at the beginning they have a lot of value. But remember, the more and more you become a realtor with knowledge, what is knowledge? Knowledge is power, right? So the more and more you learn how this industry operates, the less you need that team, right? So that's why you see teams always bringing on new agents is because they need to replace those that are leaving normally. That's turnover what's happening. Rates. Yeah, turnover rates. Is it possible to be on a team and never learn sides or parts to a transaction? Sure. So maybe you just want to work with buyers coming in. You never want to work with the listing side. Five years goes by and you've never worked on the listing. Hmm. Could that, in, could that disable you from maybe leaving that fear of not knowing how that part of the business works? It would for me. Yeah. See, I would rather that you got to learn all aspects of it. A well-rounded agent is a successful agent. It's actually even a growth-minded agent. So right now, I'm just going to put this plug in here. If you're a growth-minded agent, and maybe right now you're stuck in a team and you don't know how to get out of it, reach out to me. I could really give you some great tips on what you could do. Make you think about maybe some opportunities that you're letting lay on the, on the side. Maybe you're letting money lay on the side. Maybe you're ready to make that move. I don't know where you're at, but make sure that you download our benefits package at the end and you learn more. Also, I have a calendar link. You can reach out to me. Um, and you know, we can talk more about that for you. So let's look at the last thing. Let's talk about growth opportunities and let's go into how could you set up a team with the EXP? Mm. Okay. So okay. if you're that growth minded agent and you don't really want to be on a team, but you know, one day in your 10 year, 20 year career, you want to have a team of your own. Yeah. How to start and where's the best place to do that? Well, in my opinion, that would be with me because I'm all about enabling agents to grow and nothing makes me happier to see an agent be successful. I don't want to disable you. I don't want to keep you weak. I want to make you strong. That is a great agent. You're strong on the buyer side and you're strong on the listing side. Now, what value do you have as a strong agent to another agent coming along? What value do you have? Leverage. You have leverage. Because now you have worn all those hats. That agent is looking to you. And now maybe you can build a team. 
Let's talk about the type of teams. You could do the traditional team. You could bring on buyer's agents. You could bring on listing agents. However you want to define your team. But let's look at it a different way. You know, with EXP Realty, we have a program called Revenue Share. Heard about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with Revenue Share, it's a beautiful thing because now I can look internationally. I can actually attract agents over on my Revenue Share and I can help enable them, become strong, coach them. And then because they came onto EXP because of me, I get rewarded. Do you know how much I get rewarded on my first line? How much? $2,800. Wow. Yeah. So if that agent that comes on, maybe that's you. Maybe you're in Florida watching this right now. You could actually join my team in Colorado. If you came on and you cap this year on at the end of your anniversary date, you cap. Our caps are 16000 That's what we pay into the company. The company would reward me with a total of $2,800. Did you know that? Now, if you brought somebody, do you know I get rewarded again because you brought somebody? I may not even know I'm in Florida, but I do. They give me $3,200 off that agent. What if that agent brings somebody? Now we're down three levels, right? Yep. I get $2,000. It goes seven levels deep. That's just another way to build out your team without thinking about the traditional team. Listen, I'm so glad you joined us today. We're going to end it right there. We're probably going to talk a little bit more about this. Miranda, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Charla, for everything. Oh, you're welcome. I can attest to this gal. She's a great mentor. She's helped me get my feet under me and best coach I could have ever had. That's awesome. Well, listen, you stay tuned. Make sure you get the notifications and we'll see you on the next video. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and click on that bell icon below. And if you're interested how you could become part of our international team with 22 free coaches that teach you everything from lead gen, productivity, social media, and so much more in between, as well as receiving 50 hours of weekly live training, check out everything you're missing right now on our benefits package link below. Your career depends on it.